0: Wednesday, January 17th, 2024. I know it's been 13 days since my last podcast. Sorry about that. But, you know, things get in the way. Life gets in the way. Um, So I want to start out with communications. Uh, We've gotten some communication from people. Specifically, on the website, I've got three um, comments um, back at the Christmas Miracle podcast. And the first one was from... um, Dave in Texas, and he says, 25 years old is not that young. Now, if you remember that podcast was about, I was telling the story about how we lost friends and uh, the party and all that stuff. Well, these are comments about the party. So um, Dave in Texas says, and he, and he commented on uh, Christmas Day, um, and he says, 25 years old is not that young. They are in the workplace and definitely old enough to engage and disengage from topics he does or doesn't want to participate in. I agree, Gen Z are going to be are going to be our our doom. <laughs> he says, they don't sound like people you want to be friends with. Well, we were friends with them for a very long time, and I agree that um, it was shitty of them and the Gen Z. Oh, I just can't stand Gen Z. But um, anyway, Dave, thanks for the comment. I appreciate it. Then on the 29th, we got a comment from a longtime listener. That's the name that they put here. Um, and I, I don't know that I have a uh, a name for them, but he says, I'm assuming it's a he. He says, I was so happy to see your, your post on Christmas Day. Worried that you had pod faded. I enjoy listening to you and your husband. I agree with Dave in Texas. Why didn't the parents try to change the conversation? Couldn't they hear what was going on? People change. Friendships fade. I have also had this happen to me. Remember the good times and move on. I completely agree with you, longtime listener, whoever you are. And thank you so much for leaving a comment on the website. I appreciate that. And then just on Monday, Harley from the Enormous Podcast, which I am far behind in listening to. So sorry, Harley. But, um, Harley says, thanks for the painfully honest episode. We need more people like you in media who are willing to show the world that they are human and that sometimes being human means saying or doing things we might later regret. that is so true. It happens to all of us talking openly about it helps us all to forgive ourselves. That's a really good point. Harley. So sorry about your friends. It happened recently to Sarge and me when I said something to our best friend, our best straight friends, that seems to have pushed them away. Well, see, I'm not the only one. I, I feel sorry for, for you and Sarge because um, that it really shouldn't happen. We shouldn't be, you know, outcast because of things we say or things we do. And we apologize and we try to, you know, make amends and all of that. And people should still be friends, but they're not. So. Um, and Harley says, "All the best in 2024." Harley from the Enormous Podcast. So, um, Harley, thank you so much for the uh, message on the web on the website, and uh, because he also emailed me too, and because I forgot to um, apologize to him for playing um, Nora O'Donnell's <laughs> song, um, I'll just start with this one. But I'm not going to play the whole thing. Sorry, Harley. <laughs> Anyway, so that was the communication we got on the website. So thank you all for commenting. Um, and then we also got a voicemail from uh, Scott. And where? Well, let's see, i got to find that email now. Where did that go? Here it is. Let's listen to this voicemail from Scott. If I can find the... Oh, here it is. Hi, Paul. This is Scott. I've messaged you a few times. I don't think I've ever called your show. Enjoy your show. Uh, my hubby and I, Mark, we want to wish you and your husband, Warren, a happy, happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. And I wanted to mention also, I just listened to your your podcast from Christmas Day. Really sorry about your friends doing that at your party. Sounds really nasty. Nasty people. You should always have gays at your party, I guess. That's <laughs> true. Okay happy new year again <laughs> thank you so much scott from you and your husband for that message i appreciate that very much and happy new year to you guys too um thank you for calling in and leaving a voicemail message that helps my voicemail <laughs> stay active for another month <laughs> thank you so much scott and i appreciate you uh, listening and your comments about the uh, the friends and uh and the happy new year uh, thank you very much and happy new year to you guys too So that was all of our communication we've gotten recently. Now, since the last podcast, I've got a lot of stuff to talk about. This may be a little bit longer, or I might cut some of this stuff out. But um, I'm going to start back on the Sunday after that podcast. Let's see, that podcast was on, uh, where is this? That was on January 4th, so we're talking 13 days ago, and that was a Thursday. Well, that Sunday, the 7th, we went to dinner um, you know, because I think I told you that we were you know our whole goal is uh, making new friends this year and we joined a meetup group and uh, this meetup group had a dinner in um, a different part of the city a part that we don't we don't necessarily go to northeast um, the northeast part of the, the city we don't go to that area because the area is not the the safest or the best but this there was a really nice restaurant in that area and we joined I think there were nine other guys I were saying wow. Well, Oh, maybe there were 10, 10 guys there, counting my husband and I. And um, some of the guys, three or, f- three or four of them, we had met at the last dinner that, the, that this group got together. And this time, uh, we met like three, one, two, maybe four new people. So um, that was nice. The dinner was very nice. I will say that it was an absolutely outrageously expensive meal. <laughs> I mean, for a... New York strip steak that I had. Um, it was like $50, $56, something like that, just for the steak. And then it was like a la carte. So you have to pay, like, you don't get, with the steak, you don't get fries or anything. You had to get, you have to order those separately. So everything ended up being really expensive. I think we spent like almost $300 on that meal. But um, we did have a nice time. And the food was really good. I will say that, that they made, they cooked my steak just beautifully, perfect. And they had these, they're called crispy fingerling potatoes. And, oh, my God, they were so good. Oh, my God, they were so good. So, you know, even though it was outrageously expensive, we did have a good time chatting with some other guys and, you know, enjoying the meal. So I guess overall it was worth it. Now, they they, um, have planned another dinner for this coming – what's today? Today's the 17th. Yeah, this coming Sunday, but we can't do that one. Um, So we're we're not going to join that one. Um, We already got stuff going on. But anyway – that was on Sunday. Then on Monday, we took down not, not this most recent Monday, the Monday before. Um, we took down all of the Christmas decorations. Holy shit! Did it take us forever? Because you know my husband decorates like crazy. He puts uh, little Christmas chachkis all over the house, and we had two Christmas trees, and you know ornaments and decorations and stuff on all the tree on both trees. So it, I, and I, the thing is I was only working on the trees. My husband was working on all the other crap that I should, I shouldn't say crap cause he loves decorations, but all the other stuff that he had put up around the house. And, um, so we were, it literally took us probably five hours and I was only working on the trees. <laughs> so, but we finally did get it all put away and put back in the storage unit. We have a storage unit in the basement of our building. So, um, the majority of the Christmas decorations go in that storage unit. But then I set up a uh, Christmas village, like the Dickens Village, those little houses and uh, people and stuff. And I set that up separately from the Christmas decorations. And I didn't have time to take it down on that day, so I had to um, do the village the sec- the next day, Tuesday. And was it Tuesday or Wednesday? I don't remember, but um, I did take the... Village down And I I keep All those decorations In my storage unit Like out in Out in Virginia Where I um, Have a storage unit So I had to go there And get the boxes And then come Bring them back And then take everything down And then the next day Take them back to the storage unit It's just you know Just a big deal But it's only once a year So it's worth it And we And I love seeing the decorations I I really had a hard time Letting go of the Christmas decorations And Christmas music this year Because I know I already mentioned That they Shut down the Christmas music On the XM radio But um just listening to it in our house with our with the Siri and the, and the speakers and stuff, I was listening to it. Um, I was still listening to it like a week ago. But then I was like, I've got to stop listening to this Christmas music, even though I love it as much as I do. I finally just stopped listening to the Christmas music, and everything is put away. There's no more Christmas anywhere in our house or listening or anything. So we're back to a normal, I shouldn't say boring, but you know, just a normal everyday house. With regular old tchotchkes and stuff sitting around. <laughs> um, okay, moving on. So, um, I think I told you that. And my husband is going to plan to do. He's he wants to create a cooking video channel on YouTube and uh, uh, based around his Cajun cooking because he's from New Orleans. So um, he started planning all his meals and stuff and. Uh, practicing and stuff. And so I said, I need to order a new camera to do the video. So I got the DJ Osmo Pocket 3. It's this tiny little camera. It's new though, and it's got a one inch sensor so it can do 4K at like 30 frames per second, 60 frames per second. Um, you know, really a really nice standard. So um, I, I've been playing around with it a little bit, but I haven't recorded anything to put, you know, to post anywhere. So um, I have that now. In anticipation of my husband starting this um, channel, we're going to be doing, um, well, that's probably why on Sunday we can't go to that dinner because he wants to do a practice video um, of him, you know, trying to get like angles and stuff and, and seeing if he can cook through and get it done in a, a decent amount of time where people watch a video that's probably 10 to 15 minutes long about him cooking, you know, a, a meal that's based on Cajun recipes and stuff. So um, we're going to be doing that. Now another thing I've been doing lately is well well, not lately, but since it's on TV, I've been watching the award shows. So far they've had like the Golden Globes, the Critics Choice Awards, the Emmy Awards. I think uh, I think the Grammys are next, they're like February 4th or whatever but I'm not a big Grammy fan. So but anyway, I did watch the Golden Globes and I paid attention to the Critics Choice Awards and I, I don't want to make um, predictions yet of Oscars, but I think, um, looking at who's been winning the awards, it looks like Oppenheimer is going to be the big um, movie winner in uh, in the Oscars. And I will say that we have we just recently watched both Barbie and Oppenheimer, and I I you know everybody seemed to have loved Barbie. I was just you know like okay, it's a movie, it has a message about women empowerment and all this stuff, and I I mean I liked it for that, but. When we watched Oppenheimer, I was like, oh my God, Oppenheimer, that is an amazing, amazing movie. If you have not seen it, it will keep, at least it kept me watching. We watched it over two nights because it's a three hour movie. So we do like an hour and a half each night because my husband can't sit through three hours of of movies. But uh, I think um, Oppenheimer is going to do really well in the Oscars. Barbie will get, you know, a couple awards, but none of the major awards. And I think the majority of the acting awards are going to go to. Um, the whole the the movie The Holdovers with uh, Paul Giamatti and um, I can't think of that lady's name. She's she's won all of the supporting actress awards so far. She won the Golden Globe. She won the Critics' Choice. She's um, nominated for the a SAG Award, I believe. So um, I think she's going to win the Best Supporting Actress Oscar. Um. So yeah. So I've been watching all the shows, and I really because next Tuesday a week. Wednesday, Wednesday. Yeah, less than a week away. The Oscar nominations are coming out on January 23rd. And you know, interestingly, when those nominations come out, I'll be watching whatever movies are nominated. And I think I already have a really good start on the ones that I think they're going to be nominated because I've seen Barbie, I've seen Oppenheimer, I've seen The Holdovers, I've seen, um, what else have I seen? Oh, Saltburn, which, oh my God, I still love that movie. Um, I've been playing, uh, the, G, uh, uh, murder at the murder at the disco, <laughs> the song, even though that song is like six years old, I'm still listening to it anyway. So, um, you know, i think I've seen the majority of the movies already. I think I already have a good head start. I still need to see, I really, really want to see anatomy of a fall cause they just won another award at the golden globes. Um, I think that movie might be the sleeper one for the Oscars as well. I mean, we'll see, but, um, yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm getting excited. I'm getting really uh, worked up and excited about the awards season for the Oscars and all the movies I've already seen and all the movies I want to see. Now, a movie that I just recently saw on the re- recommendation of Miss Lala La, La, La was called Good Grief, and it's on Netflix, and it's with Dan Levy, who was from um, Schitt's Creek. Uh, that was a really good movie, too. It's a really good, like, feel good movie. And it was filmed, like, in France um, around Christmas time, beautiful lights and stuff. It's just, it was so beautiful. Um, this The cinematography, I should say. And of course, the acting was really good, too. I, I, it's not gonna get, I don't think it's gonna get any awards, but it was just a really good, feel good movie. And I like the story. It's like an unusual story. I'm not gonna, I'm not, I won't tell you what it's about, but um, well, you, you, obviously it's going to have a gay, um, a gay theme to it. So, um, anyway, I would, uh, along with La 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 Lauren, I would highly recommend you see the movie Good Grief on Netflix. It was really good. I, I, you know, the day that she recommended it, I watched it right away and I was like, you know, that's the, I needed that movie today. For some reason, I just, it made me feel good to watch that movie. And, um, you know, see it and relate to the story, not relate to the story, but you know, a certain amount of uh, relating to the story. And, um, I just really enjoyed it. So, uh, Lala Lauren, thank you so much for the recommend- recommendation. I think you always give me such good recommendations. So if you have anything else, just, you know, tweet me or whatever, like you did, and I will watch it. <laughs> if, you know, for the majority, I think I've, I've watched all the ones she have recommended. Um, so anyway, so that's what that's been going on, uh, in the last week and a half or so. Um, then this past Wednesday uh, – oh, it was last Wednesday, a week ago today. <laughs> Oops. We went out to dinner – ooh, excuse me, our regular, um, you know, weekly date date night dinner. We went to a restaurant, um, Liberté, which is in Georgetown. And then we went to um, Cafe Milano, which is right next door. Like, uh, Cafe Milano is a really expensive, exclusive restaurant where famous people go and stuff. Um, so we but we only go there to the bar to have drinks after a dinner somewhere else. Um, well, we've been there to dinner a couple of times, but it's just it, it's a you know pretty big deal to go there and it's expensive and all that stuff. So, um, we don't necessarily go there for dinner very often, but we will sit at the bar and have you know a glass or two of wine anyway. So, last Wednesday we were there <clears throat> after our dinner and had a glass of wine, and then there's right like was me and then my husband was to my left and then to my husband's left there was this younger guy who was sitting there he kind of he clearly he was dressed very conservatively he was um, having um, some kind of spinach pasta for uh, for his dinner because he was eating at the bar and he was drinking martinis and I'm you know the whole time I'm chatting with my husband about this and that and the other whatever I'm looking at this guy and trying to figure him out well at one point my husband leans back and this guy kind of looks over towards us. So I just took the took the opportunity and said, um, "How you doing? Uh, what's your story?" <laughs> I just literally just said, "What's your story?" And he started talking. He's like this thirty two year old hedge fund manager. He said, "I run a, a small hedge fund in D.C. and um, he's when I say he's thirty two. He's thirty two. Yeah, he's very young. Um, he's got a townhouse in Georgetown." So he's clearly got money and um, drinking martinis one after the other. He must have had four four martinis while we were sitting there. Um, we had uh, two glasses of wine each. I may have had three. I don't remember. But in any case, we're we're talking about talking to this guy. And we're talking about everything from movies because he saw Saltburn and he liked it. And uh, we were talking about um, possible Oscar movies and stuff. And so so he's got an interest in movies. So we were you know connecting on that um, end of it. And then I forget how we got onto the topic, but um, somehow politics came up. I really don't know how it happened, but politics came up, and this guy was like, Well, well he's like, Well, obviously I'm conservative. Um, and I was like, Yeah, I, I kind of figured that out. And this was towards the end of our evening because I had already gotten asked for the check and stuff. And um, turns out, of course, he's a, a, a young Republican. He 's not necessarily a Trumper, but he is a young Republican who has all these conservative values, and he doesn't think um, people should be talking about their pronouns or um, being so out and open about trans people and all stuff and i 'm like oh god let's let me sign the check and get out of here because I, I can't I can't sit here and listen to this guy uh, rattling on about stuff and so then you know he he ended up um. Buying my husband another glass of wine, um, he didn't buy me one, but he bought my husband one. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> anyway, so, I mean, we had a, it was a really nice conversation. We had a good time. We were enjoying our wine and chatting with a total stranger at the bar. His name was Mac, and he said, "Of course, that's short for Mackenzie." But I don't like going by my full name because I don't like that name. So I'm like, "Well, Mac does not fit you because you don't look all that." Uh, you know, Mac makes me think of like a. Um, you know, like a butch, uh, heterosexual, you know, manly man. Well, he is definitely not a manly man. He's kind of short and uh, a little, not, not fat, but maybe a little chunky. Anyway, we had a good time chatting with him, but we were, I'm glad we were wrapping it up when we did because I, I wouldn't, as I said, I would not be able to sit there and talk with him anymore about politics or being conservative and all that crap because I just, you know, was getting turned off pretty fast. So I signed the bill and we left, and we said, you know, have a great evening. You know, maybe we'll see you next time, whatever. So that was done, and that was last Wednesday. And then, um, so let's see. Since since then, I think it was Friday night. Yeah, it was Friday night. This past Friday night, uh, we were having dinner at home. Uh, I think we had. Oh, uh, roasted chicken, because my husband made a roasted chicken. So, but we were just chatting at the table, talking about, you know, this, that, and the other. I don't know how, but somehow the topic of Bob Fosse came up. Now, Bob Fosse was a director and choreographer in the 70s and 80s, well, maybe even late 60s, 70s, and 80s. And, um, you know, he choreographed famous uh, Broadway shows and stuff. And my husband and I were talking, like, well, well, surely he's gay, you know, because, you know, he he, you know, knew all these um, gay actors and, you know, plus he's from uh, Broadway and all this stuff. So the whole time we're talking about the movies that he was in, like, um, or that were about him, I should say, um, like All That Jazz with, uh, what's that guy's name? Roy, Roy Scheider, Roy Schneider, Roy Scheider um, played him in a movie, I think it was in 1980. Anyway, we started doing our research on our phones because we had our phones with us. And come to find out Bob Fossey was not gay at all. He had been married like five times, four, four or five times, something like that. And absolutely no mention of anything gay in his in his life in, in, in all the, you know, the research that we could find, but we were just so convinced that he was gay and we just couldn't find anything that said, that he was gay so, so we were like how did, How have we thought all of our whole lives that um, uh, um, Bob Fosse was gay I just I don't know I really don't know <laughs> but that was a fun conversation and talking about the movies because I thought that he did the choreography for A Chorus Line on Broadway but I now I'm not so sure I should look this up A Chorus Line Bob Fosse. Let's see. Oh, someone wrote this question. Did Bob Fosse choreograph a chorus line? At 74, the chorus line star steps into the pajama game. Fosse developed that sharp crystal isolation. That doesn't really answer the question. Uh Oh, he did. Bob Fosse and Gwen Verdon's... Oh, yeah, that's right. Gwen Verdon, because we saw... Oh, my God. No, it's totally coming back to me now. I had um, texted a uh, 60s dance uh, little video to my husband, and it was with Gwen Verdon. She was the main dancer in the show, and it was no singing. It was just dancing to like, this, this rocking 60s music. Um, and I sent it to him, and he was like, Who's Gwen Verdon? And I looked her up, and I found out that she was married to Bob Fosse, and um, that's how that connection was. And then we started talking about Bob Fosse. That's how that was going. But anyway, it says that um, Gwen Verdon's daughter, Nicole Fossey, is in the chorus line film as the tone-deaf Christian. Oh, I didn't know that. I did hear that later she committed suicide, the daughter. Um, interesting. But it doesn't say that he followed. Up. Did he? It doesn't. I can't find the answer uh, whether he did or not. An alternative, and uh, I, so I can't find it. Anyway, um, so anyway, that's how we, we got the, on this. You know, it's like a almost like a, a YouTube hole where we just went from one thing to the next to the next to the next. And we were talking the whole evening, and um, <laughs> while we were eating dinner and drinking our wine, it was it was a great conversation, and we were both just dumbfounded that Bob Fosse is not gay. Um, so, if anybody has any information uh, that differs from that, let me know. <laughs> Okay now the last thing I want to talk about oh actually there's two things. one, has anybody started using the journaling app on the iPhone? This thing keeps coming up on my phone saying yeah try the journaling app here's a here's a topic you can write about but um, I'm not a, I'm not a journal writing kind of person but I'm just wondering if anybody is using that on their iPhone as a, a journaling app what's well, called the journaling journaling app. Um, I think if they had it on the computer, I might I might use it on the computer, but not on my iPhone. I'm not going to write things on my iPhone. It's too small, and I, I do one letter at a time with my big fat fingers. Um, anyway, I'm curious if anybody's using that journaling app and what you think about it. Um, now, the last thing was snow. We've had snow um, on today's Wednesday. So on Monday, actually all day Monday, there were flurries in the air, and it was snowing all pretty much all day Monday. And I think we got like maybe an inch and a half of snow, mostly on the grass. And and, uh, towards the end, it was sticking to the sidewalks and the road. But then overnight from Monday into Tuesday, we got like three more inches of snow. We ended up with like 4.1 inches of snow. And the roads were covered and the sidewalks were covered. And of course, schools were closed and everything um, yesterday, Tuesday. But the snow is hanging around because it's only 26 degrees here right now. And last night it got down to 14 degrees, so this snow is not going anywhere, and we have uh, snow in the forecast for Friday. But now, but before they were thinking we might have another three or four inches of snow, but now they're saying it's only going to be one to two inches of snow on Friday. So we'll see. I don't know. I don't really know. But you know, it's the time of the year, and this is supposed to be the year that we're going to have a lot of snow. And I, I'm, as I, I, think I already mentioned we're, I'm keeping a, a little um, calendar. Of when there's snow flurries or snow, like because I I know I so I know I told you this on December 11th we had a half an inch of snow, then on uh, I'm keeping track on January 1st we had snow flurries, January 14th we had snow flurries on Martin Luther King Jr. Day we had the the almost two inches, and then on Tuesday we had um, yesterday when it when it all ended it was 4.1 inches. So on Friday we might see one or two inches of snow. I don't know. So I'm keeping track of how many snows. Um, and then tonight we have a date and night dinner at El Dente in uh, well near up the up the street near um, American University. All right. Well, that is all I have. I'm sorry I talked on for you know oh my God 27 minutes. Um, uh, again, I want to thank everybody who left comments on the website. That was so nice of you, and Harley. And Scott, the voicemail, that was nice of you. Happy New Year to you two again. And actually happy New Year to everybody. So that's all I have for today. And I'll promise I'll be back next week. I'm not going to go two weeks again without doing a podcast. So um, thanks for listening. Thanks for staying subscribed. And until next time, bye.